You're listening to the Parenting Bites podcast on Play.it, brought to you by Lenovo. Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, this is Rebecca Levy of KidsUse.com. Welcome to Parenting Bites, where we are recording live in the Family Tech Pavilion at CES 2016. I am joined in the studio, as always, by Amy (laughs) Austin of SelfishMom.com, Andrea Smith, tech journalist extraordinaire. And for our first segment today, we have a special guest, Robin Raskin, founder of Living in Digital Times, which I'm going to have Robin explain because it's just a giant mega conference of its own. (laughs) It's it's a pretty weird thing. Living in digital times, that's what we all do. And the idea is to come to a show like CES and not just see aisles of products, but to put them in a context. And one of the most important contexts is the family, kids, and moms. And that's why we're all here. That is totally why we're all here. So that's going to be our first topic. We're going to talk to Robin. We're going to find out what family tech is all about, even though we talk about it every week on the show. When you are in a place where it is every new product imaginable, every trend imaginable, <laughs> it's something entirely different. Um, topic two is going to be a special segment all about Lenovo. They are our CES sponsor, and we're really excited about that because they had some amazing new Great products. Stuff. Great stuff. And then our third segment, of course, will be our Bites of the Week, which will be a little different because it's the Bites of CES, which takes on a whole different B-wide. Chunks. Yeah, <laughs> really, it's a mouthful. Uh, so let's jump right in with topic one with Robin Raskin. Um, so, Robin, I, I'm going to say that we have been li- living in digital times. You've been doing this for a very long time. I've been a part of it for about four years and have watched it wow. grow even just those four years from like a much smaller part of the main part of CES to more and more and more. She's taking, taking over, over the Venetian now. And yeah. you kicked out the adult entertainment show. Let's get That's real. Hallelujah. Family tech and place of porn. We to a foundation that helps seniors and disabled people with te- technology to enable them to have better lives. So actually, porn worked really well. It transferred <laughs> into something, something really good. And really, CES, um, we were just in the right time in the right place, but technology... It's not for technology's sake anymore. You know, we, uh, they say at CES, we have a saying, we say, technology is possible, sure, but how do you make it meaningful? And that's what we're trying to do. Right. And I think, you know, people talk about technology in this very high, like, nebulous way. Technology's good. Technology's bad. We're getting a little dose of music technology right now in the background. Um, but really, everyone has incorporated it into their lives on a basic daily way, whether it's looking at your smartphone, working on apps, Skyping your grandparents. And we're seeing so much of that here at the show. Yeah. So, you know, I think what's happened is the building blocks were all here. Mobile technology. Oh, my God. Let's dance. (laughs) We need technology to drown out music, but that's okay because it's still going to sound fine. But if you look at sensors, the cloud, mobile technology, all of those building blocks have helped us think about not just building cool gadgets, but how they can start to talk to each other. Thermostats, great example. You walk in, you want your thermostat to control your washing machine so that you're washing at the most efficient time. You want these appliances talking to your home, the lights go on, you get in the car, it's warm for you. So all of these things will increase our comfort. They'll also increase our safety. 
when you're a woman driving alone or when you're with your family, yeah. you want a safe car seat, you want a safe driving experience, you want to know if something happens to your car, everybody knows your GPS coordinates that needs to know them. <laughs> so it's these things, and, you know, and for kids and their grandparents, the relationships that are established because of a FaceTime or a Skype or um, getting on various technologies together, they're a part of each other's lives. So it sort of breaks down that age barrier that we always had. You know, it's really interesting because, you know, I think a lot of people have this perception that seniors are very scared of technology and it's just the little kids are going to show them how to do it and then everyone else. But really what you see here on the show floor, there's so much technology about empowering seniors and most seniors are jumping into it. I mean, they want to be, I mean, I don't know anyone who's not using an iPad. My father-in-law who... We joke that his BlackBerry was his little black notebook forever. But not only is he on his iPad all the time, but he can use emojis like there's nobody's business. <laughs> like, and it makes them a straight of, 100. Yeah. Right? It makes them a part of the family. When you, when, you enable, um, when you enable that and bring them into the family so that they can do the same thing that their grandchildren are doing, yeah. it's yeah. really empowering to them. Now, you've been doing this a long time. You've been seeing family tech. Can you talk a little bit about like how you've seen it evolve over the years? Because, you know, we know we talk about tech for the sake of tech, but how has this become really useful to people? So I think the big aha change was when tech got out of that corner room in your back office yeah. and went into your pocket. If you take that further, it was in your pocket, well now it's in every appliance. So if you take that further, not only is it every appliance that you control with your phone, but now they as I said, talk to each other, that is really fundamental. And then the feedback systems that come out of this as we collaborate. So yeah, we talked about older people who can now stay in their own homes because you can see who's coming to the door, you right. can answer buttons and know who's there before you, you can let somebody in if you're out of town. Those things will change life and all of a sudden it becomes technology in a context that is... Um, manageable and you're seeing these sort of uber systems and I don't care it may be Apple and it may be Google and it may be Microsoft and it may be LG and it may be Lenovo but you're going to pick something and have everything from your bathroom scale to your toothbrush to your oven all sort of cooperating with you we're not there yet right and it keeps us gainfully employed until that's there <laughs> but <laughs> It is interesting, I think, this idea of connection that's really emerged over the last few years, socially, in your home, all these ideas. And then we see here, you know, everyone trying to attempt to find a way to get everything to talk to each other. So everyone's making things that are connected, but then how do you get every, and then everyone has a different thing, and it's kind of overwhelming. I, I have five different camera systems in my house. So I have to go to five different apps to figure out what's going on. I need yeah. them all to talk to each other because I don't want to start over and get new cameras that are all the same brand. And that's always the biggest problem with technology. The tech happens and the infrastructure isn't there. So like, who are you going to call? Like, where do you look up? I have a problem connecting things yeah, right. on the phone. But you're going to see those things. You're seeing stores already have connected home areas. You're seeing people specializing in it. You're seeing people certified in accessibility things for older people or disabled people. So you're starting, you're seeing colleges doing entrepreneurial programs. So I think the ch legislation, regulation, social mores, it's all starting to catch up with tech. And face it, it's a big experiment. We really don't know 
how it's right. all going to play out. But if we keep talking about it, especially as parents, you keep talking about this with your kids. I got a note from the bank. I don't know whether I believe it. Should you believe it? You know, right. then you have a moment with your kids where you're saying, we're all living in an internet connected world where things are not always as they seem, but we're going to figure it out together. I think that's the biggest lesson for kids, right? Like I know when the email started, think about all the people who would forward you those stupid email chains. And what was interesting is my daughter's got email accounts and now it's happening on Instagram. Those came around all again. I'm like, are you kidding? People are still doing that? But they get these Instagram posts. They're like, if you don't repost this Instagram or give me 16 likes and you're gonna have bad luck for seven years. And you sort of see these old tropes. Same stuff you got. I know some very intelligent adults who will post the Facebook scam saying, I'm sorry, I know it's probably not true, but just in case. Mark Zuckerberg is giving us a million dollars tonight. Right. Right. So, you know, we're learning. We're learning how to look at our kids and not look at our phone all the time. We have to check our own behaviors as much as our kids. What cracks me up here, everybody at the show, 176,000 people have their out-of-office message on. You know what? They all have their offices in their pocket. Like, why are they doing that? I know. I basically, I think about that every time I put an out-of-office message. Instead, I just write, like, I'm not looking at your stupid emails this week. (laughs) No, yours was smart. It didn't say that you weren't going to answer. It was like, I might not get to it as quickly as as I usually would. But obviously, you're still looking. We all are. We all are. And what I love is you walk through these halls here. They're very crowded. They're always packed with people. But now, it's even worse because not only is everyone moving from one location to the other, but they're like this looking at their phone. <laughs> so it's like lemmings oh, yeah. banging into each other. I've seen a lot of collisions yeah. today. Yeah. And some of them are on rolling things, hoverboard things. They're not you supposed know, to be. Flying things is a big thing at yeah. this show. Yeah. And actually, it was a lot of discussion about how to let things fly and the regulations about them. And virtual reality, can you imagine next year when we're here and everybody's got virtual reality glasses on? I know. <laughs> I actually saw Spec has a new phone case oh, that yeah, then yeah. has the little virtual reality pops attached up. and it pops no. right out. Yeah. And I'm like, that is crazy that it's just readily a part of your phone case that pops wow. out and goes onto your phone was Great. so weird and so cool. And you can see how it's just the beginning. So we'll be sitting here saying, where should we have dinner? Well, I don't know. Let's check out Tau. And we'll right. put on our glasses <laughs> and we'll check it out. Let's check out Tau. And or then, we'll fly a drone over it. <laughs> but the amazing thing is in all of this tech, we're all here making right. personal contacts. And that's when things happen, I think. So how many years have you done living in digital times? I've done living in digital times for eight years, but I was a journalist uh, in technology for about the 30 before that. And you started the family PC mag, right? I did. I felt like technology was going to change every family's life. And I guess I kind of got that that one right. And that was just when there was a desktop PC. You know what? I feel like today there's still, I mean, nobody has magazines anymore, really. Nobody reads them. But I still feel like there's a place for something like that where families can go and learn about the latest tech and understand it and understand how to incorporate it healthily into their lives. Yes, that's what we do in our podcast every week. (laughs) But but yeah, you you learn at the podcast. This year at the show, we have a beauty tech area. Marie Claire is sponsoring it with us. I mean, it's gone mainstream. We have a baby tech area. So if you look at all these, you know, areas, there's just techs everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. And this is the way to focus on it. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for joining us today, Robin. Thanks for love putting on the show guys. again. Thank you for doing <laughs> family tech. We love it. We love it. And we will be right back with our second topic, Lenovo. <laughs> Thanks.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So today we are really fortunate. We are sponsored by Lenovo, the world's number one PC maker. See what new innovations are happening at Lenovo today. And actually, we're going to talk about them right and now. And I saw some. Me too. <laughs> it's like hard to miss, actually. They have they take over an entire a presence here. restaurant upstairs at the Venetian. Um, and we saw them last night at Pepcom. And then Andrea saw them another time. Mm-hmm. They were at CES Unveiled. So I've been checking, yeah. out, the, uh, checking out the new products. And it's interesting because they make, you know, of course, they, bought the, they have the ThinkPad line. Um, but they also, so they focus on business, but then they also make this really great consumer line. And I have to tell you, the laptop that I brought to CES with me is a Lenovo laptop. It's the LaVZ. It's an older laptop, but it weighs less than two pounds. Wow. I know. It's amazing. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. So here they had the yoga line, and I think you saw it. And, you know, I'm sure you're familiar, but oh, yeah. for our listeners who may not be, the yoga lets you kind of... Um, it has a, a unique hinge, and it lets you turn the laptop into a tablet. Um, you, you turn it 360 degrees. You can put it in tent mode. You can kind of hang it. You can put it in presentation mode. That's why it's um, yoga. It's all bendy. It's a yoga. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. It can do things that I can't do. It does do. some <laughs> salutations, so there's downward the, dog, the Yoga and... 900 and the Yoga 900S. Um, Which is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's actually really so gorgeous. It's so light. It's ridiculously it's light. It's 2.2 pounds. And it's like an inch thick, yeah. which was crazy. No, less. Is it less oh, than less. an inch? Oh, it's less. half an oh, inch. Oh, yeah. Right, because like, like they gave it to us a millimeter. Right, yeah. because I kept saying, it's half an inch. and you kept the USB, because I was so right, worried right, right. they were going to take out the USB and put in USB-C, which I'm not ready for. I'm sorry. Right. I know it's a yes, but I'm not ready for that. <laughs> well, so it's it's basically, so we're, we were talking about it yesterday. It's a great machine for a high school student and a college student, I think. It's really, it gives you everything you need for that kind of work. Yeah, it's powerful enough to use at home, but then it's light enough to put in your backpack and take yeah. it anywhere with right. you. Right, yeah. and it's what you need. You're not doing heavy video editing. You're not doing heavy right. work you're doing. You can do Photoshop, you can do your email, you're writing papers, you're doing your research. It's great for a student, it's great right. for a kid, it's great for a second laptop, you know, yeah. around the house. And did you see the new matching mouse? Yes. No. It's, oh my God, it's so cute. The mouse it, is the best it, part. It's like the same. <laughs> it, that? It's kind of bendy. It's kind of like an upside down V shape. Or like flat. The, or flat. If you, can th- you can then spin the top so that it's oh. flat and it's a remote control for any Windows computer. It oh, can, cool. like, so for can playback and, yeah, yes, play and, and volume. Ah, that's yep. awesome. You can walk it's around so and cute. do your presentation. It comes in all the cool colors. And it comes with a dongle, but it's also Bluetooth, so you don't have to use up that, that precious USB port. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they were very proud of their the mouse I yesterday. He's like, you have to see the mouse. I thought I saw everything. No, now it's I need the so mouse. cute. Okay, so I saw something really cool, um, and I really feel like Lenovo is kind of taking it to the next level here. Um, they've taken a home PC, and they've added a movie project. They're, they've yeah. turned it into a movie projector. Cool. It's the Idea Center 610S. It looks like a little... It looks like a little mini like R2-D2 thing that you yeah. would find in Star Wars. It's it's black and it's small. Um, and you would connect right. your I own monitor. I had to monitor. ask Andrea. I'm like, is that it? Like, yeah, I was that's so it. confused. So it comes with an tiny. optional re- um, removable projector. That sits right on top. they did the Yoga tablet, the Yoga Pro 3 tablet that has that built-in 
projector. So yeah. they put this in. So now you can turn your PC into a movie theater. You mm. can rock a hundred inch screen on your wall. I yeah. know. I love that you could do it anywhere too. So you could take it anywhere. It's so, because yeah. that the hard drive, the tower is teeny tiny. The tower is teeny tiny. And then you don't really need a monitor. Like if on the fly, right. you can just use your computer with the projector. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or here's what's cool. You can use it with a monitor and the projector at the same time. So you mm -hmm. could be working and your kids could be watching a movie. Yeah. Well, what's so crazy is 100 inches. So aside from my husband, I don't think anyone wants a 100 inch TV in their house because <laughs> you can only imagine what it looks like when it's off and it's just black. <laughs> but now you have a 100 inch TV. Yeah. Right. So suddenly, and then it's gone. On any wall you want. On any blank wall. And you don't have to use it only with the, the, the 650 you, or the 610. You can, you can use it with anything. You can plug your phone in there. You can use it with something else. You can just take it totally separate from the little computer. Yeah. Or you could take it to grandma's house. Yeah. So it's totally cool because, you know, we've walked around. We've seen all these laptops. And, you know, after a while, they start to look alike a little bit. How thin can you get it? How light yeah. can you get it? And I feel like um, I feel like Lenovo's pushing it, you know, pushing that envelope, mm -hmm. trying to innovate. And we've talked a lot about innovation here this year. Um, so it's nice to see some innovation mm -hmm. in a product that we already use. Yeah. Plus, it's a great price point, too. Oh, starting at $699. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So it's interesting. I think for families especially, you have to constantly think about when you're buying new technology, who it's for in the family, and then how it's going to last and be passed yeah. down, because a lot of times kids get the passed down, and this is a total... Well, I think Amy did it. get her son a Lenovo. It wasn't <laughs> a hand-me-down. He, he had actually been using one of my hand-me-downs, which was stolen, uh. and then Lenovo gave us the Y50, which is because my son's a gamer, so he needed something that he could do all of his normal school stuff on, but then when he wasn't doing that stuff, he wasn't throwing it in a backpack and taking it anywhere. He needed a powerful machine, so that's the other end. Uh. The Y50 is amazing. Like, I've borrowed it to do my video editing because it's faster than my computer. So now it's a hand-me-up. All right, yeah. now we just sound like weirdo groupies. But um, <laughs> we will be right back with our Bites of CES right after this. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We are back with our final segment of Parenting Bites live from CES, sponsored by Lenovo. And we have our bites of the week, which are bites of CES, because how could they not be? Which is crazy <laughs> where we are. we've seen so many things here. We've seen so many things in a very short, we have a lot of days left to keep doing it. Yeah. And uh, I think we should start with Andrea, because Andrea's seen the most. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea's had the most and day And her mouth moves the least right now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's true, I have seen a lot. Uh, some of this, so I do like the wearables, I have to say. Um, the partnership between Misfit and Swarovski, I just love. I had the opportunity to chat with um, the president or CEO of Swarovski. He's a fifth generation Swarovski. Like there's oh, a wow. real family. Wow. I said to him, cool. you're like dynasty. <laughs> um, and they are just loving making beautiful jewelry uh, and incorporating technology that works into it. So giving you, in fact, actually I'm wearing one of them, so since we're on camera today, I'll show the bling. Um, and so incorporating... That's a wearable? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. this is just the Swarovski bracelet, oh. but what they've done is they've incorporated um, a holder for the Misfit Shine, which, oh, if you're so familiar smart. with it, is a round circular, um, round circular, uh, <laughs> activity tracker um, that tracks your steps and your calories and your intake and, you know, your sleep and stuff like that. So Misfit is um, a product I've worn for a long time. Now they're both together. So I love this wearable. And then I have to tell you about a wearable that I saw that I was like, huh? 
somebody made a bracelet that is this beautiful wearable and it holds your earbuds. So you basically open the container and your earbuds are in there so that you don't lose them. And then you put your earbuds on. This is technology wow. that I go, why? Oh, no. Why did you make this? Oh, I would love that. Oh, no. Yes. You're kidding. My daughters would, would love that. I would oh, love, they can God. never have, find their earbuds ever. Yeah, I never have them with me when I need them. And when I do, they're all tangled. Oh, yeah. Totally. You would wear them on your wrist. Are they Bluetooth totally earbuds? Well, they're they're wireless. Yeah, they're okay. Bluetooth earbuds. So you can wrap them around the back or you can put them in the front. Who makes that? I have the picture for okay, you. I will I, tell you. I okay. love that. And then lastly, I have to say one thing that I've worn here that has really kept me going. Uh, we talked earlier about being connected and reading your email and seeing your text messages. And I've needed to be connected uh, is the Microsoft Band 2 um, because I wear it. It's tracking my steps, which I love because I'm walking all over creation here. But when I'm in a meeting or doing an interview, I can just flick my wrist and see, oh, that's a text message. I need to know right now I have to excuse myself. Or, oh, that's a phone call from my husband. I can call him back later. Um, and you know you know that it gives you the notifications. It's not just an activity tracker. So that's been a real lifesaver for My favorite me. thing about, because I'm, I'm wearing the, the original band and I need to upgrade, but my favorite thing is that you can actually give them a list of people you want notifications for. So I only get the notifications if it's from a family member. I love yeah, that. I love that. Okay, that's me. Amy. Okay, so I was just checking out the LG Twin Wash system. If it weren't so big, I would steal it and bring it back to my house right now. Like, I want it now. I love it that much. Um, what it is, is it's, you know those pedestal washers where sometimes on the bottom they have a drawer for storage or a drawer for the detergent? This is an extra washer in that drawer. And even if you have an older LG front loader, you can still get this system and put it under. You don't need a brand new LG washer to do it. The pedestal goes right under The pedestal it. goes right under, and it's, you know, separate temperature, separate, you know, you, you can... You can wash you can, one hot. One hot. The, you can do the your other delicate. one cold. cold. You can do your delicates. Or this is the scenario that would be happening in my house all the time. <laughs> oh, no. It's one in the morning. I'm headed to bed. I realize that my husband doesn't have any underwear and I already have the washer going with something else. I could put in a bunch of underwear on the bottom. So, it, Or he could. Uh, That's not the what? scenario That's in not Amy's not house. No, we, he's not allowed to do laundry. That's a whole other story. No, he would if he could. He's been banned. Um, so I, I absolutely adore this thing. It's so smart because it, the washer is already that big. You know, they already have those pedestals that aren't doing a whole lot underneath. So to actually put another washer under there, genius. And it comes in the black stainless, too. <gasps> the black stainless. Is, and it's not black. I don't know why they keep calling it black stainless. It's more like gunmetal. It's yeah. uh, no yeah. fingerprints. It's gorgeous. Very nice. All right, we know what we're getting Amy for... Uh, for Valentine's what? Day. <laughs> yes, please. When I win the lottery, if I win the Powerball, Amy, I'll buy no, you that. No, if you win the Powerball, I'm getting more than that. <laughs> um, so I, we saw a lot of stuff last night at an event called Pepcom, which is just sort of a giant press event where you get to see an overview of a lot of stuff. And there was a lot of stuff for kids and families and all that good stuff. And I love Lego. I love Lego Mindstorms. I love the whole robotics program, but it's hard and it's advanced and it's for older kids. And they have a new Lego education product. Um, it's called We Do. And it's bringing basically robotics and coding with Lego down to grades two through four. Oh, wow. wow. And it's amazing. So it has a full kit and it's for the classroom or as a parent and a homeschooler. Each kit is good for two kids. 
and it has a whole guide with it of curriculum stuff, but they build something and then that building of that thing. So they'll do like the study of pollination and then they build a flower and a robotic bee that then buzzes around and then there's software that goes with it so they can see the steps that make the bee turn and buzz around the flower and they can alter it. They can change the time by doing coding blocks. So basically shifting the blocks. So it's very similar to other coding like Blockly and you know things like that that kids are used to, even Scratch, where they're basically just moving the text boxes and this is visual so it even works for younger kids. It is so cool. It's amazing for homeschool. They have a whole homeschool program. And I just think it takes the fear out of it for teachers who want to incorporate some kind of coding and technology into their classroom. But elementary school teachers are generalists. Right. So that can be very intimidating. And this takes all of that out of it. It is a very doable and affordable way to bring robotics and coding into the classroom and, and, and science. And we've talked about how it's just a different way of thinking. So if you can get them yep. thinking that way, that young, it's going to stick. It's going to stick. Yep. And they're not even going to know. They all love Lego. Like what and kids doesn't love Lego? they're not going to be scared Lego? of it. They're yeah. not going to be scared of it. It's totally gender neutral. And the other thing that's cool about it is there's one project that you make and then there's all these open-ended projects that go along with that okay. same kit, which I thought was great because it's not like, you know, build your Millennium Falcon and now glue it, put yeah. it on your windowsill. <laughs> this is actually, they can keep reusing for each group of kids or for those kids. So that was my favorite thing of the show so cool. far. So that is it. We were live from CES. We survived. In Las Vegas. <laughs> we're still sort of standing um, live from Las Vegas from CES 2016. Thanks, Amy. I'm so Thank glad you. you made it to Vegas. Yes, yes so glad. And Thanks, live Andrew. from the Family Tech Pavilion, which has been Family really Tech fun. Pavilion, which is an incredible part of CES. It really is. I think it's the most interesting technology because it's what really impacts us every yeah. day. Yep. So um, check it out online at Family Tech Summit. And check us out. And Mommy Tech TV, where you can watch the video version of this, where I'm like scratching my <laughs> nose and forgetting that I'm, I'm also yes, on video. Yes, we actually have a live vi- a video component this time. Yeah. So that's cool. So we'll post see, it. You can see Andrea's fabulous you can bracelet. See Andrea's purple. And, and Andrea's all in purple, of course. And for those of you who don't know, just hear us talk about it, you'll see Andrea and her purple glory. Um, check us out on Facebook.com slash Parenting Bites. On Twitter, hashtag Parenting Bites. And on iTunes, Parenting Bites. Rate us, review us, subscribe, and of course on play.it where you'll find Parenting Bites and all the other CBS podcasts. Until next week. See you in New York. Bye. See you in New York. Bye. Bye.